0: I had the fears. I I didn't feel like I was credible enough. I was worried that I wasn't going to be seen as someone who could even talk about this stuff. And now here we are. And I feel like a lot of people think they can only stick to one thing when they start a business, which myself was included in that. And just in the seven, eight months that I've had this business, I've pivoted like four times (laughs) and I will probably pivot 400 more times.
1: Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast & Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get $100 off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. As always, I am so incredibly honored and grateful that you are here in this space with me today. And this conversation is potent. My guest today is Alaria Reed. And Alaria actually was a client of mine inside of my Excel group coaching program. And what I experienced with this woman over the 90 days that we were together and what she has created since is literally mind blowing. She is such a powerful embodiment of what it looks like to really take radical ownership and responsibility for your soul's calling and your soul's desire, and to really lead yourself through dark moments and come out on the other side and then teach other people how to do the same. She's such a bright light in this world and her her energy is magnetic, which is part of the brand that she's created around helping women magnetize their message. And in this conversation, we talk about her journey through network marketing and walking away from her very successful business, walking away from a relationship and really kind of journey journeying through a dark night of the soul, if you will, and honoring your truth being able to take radical responsibility and ownership for your experiences and how to feel self-liberated. The whole theme of this entire conversation was all around liberation and self-love. We talk about inner child work. We talk about the things that she's most excited about and what she's creating in the world. It is a very potent conversation. If you are somebody who is struggling with a decision, of what you should or should not do, or knowing that there's something greater for you, but you're afraid to take the leap, this conversation is going to give you so much permission. So my guest today is Alaria, and she is a business and alignment coach for soul-led humans. She creates spaces for self-liberation, activation, and alignment, both in business and in life. Her core value is freedom, and it drives most of the decisions that she makes for herself and others as an entrepreneur and a human. And what Alaria creates in her business is a section of that. And everything that she offers is centered around how people feel free or liberate themselves from anything that isn't aligned and activate their true power within to lead a life of pure authenticity and devotion to their highest self. I am so honored to share this conversation with you. Let's dive in to my episode with Alaria. Hello Alaria. I'm so Hello. excited and honored and grateful to have you here on the podcast and we were like just kind of catching up. I can't believe like what has happened in your life in the past year. And we've only known each other for a year. Le- like less than a year. And just yeah. to um Witness you in your growth and your gifts and your transformation and your radical honesty. I think the when I think of you, like the words that come forward for me is radical honesty, um, transparency, vulnerability. like these are all words I would use to describe Thank you. and and it's not because I know you on a personal level, but it's because what I see every single day and I know other people see that as well. So I'm just excited to share your magic and the story and the journey and all the things. So thank you for being yeah.
0: here. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. My
0: goodness. Those are such kind words. Thank you. Uh, I could I wouldn't want anything more, you know, so I'm super excited to be here. I, I know we'll get into it, but this is such a full circle moment for me as I'm sure it is for you too. And this conversation I already know is going to be so juicy.
1: Hmm. With that being said, what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently?
0: Mm, I knew this was coming. (laughs) You asked this on all your podcasts. You're never prepared for it though. (laughs) No, but the first thing that came to mind when you said that is the right answer. So I'll, I'll talk about it. I enrolled in a freaking mastermind for six months, which is so crazy. I always see so many you know, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, facilitators in the online space, enroll in long masterminds, right? These like big containers with a high price point, and they always receive so much from it and so much transformation. And, you know, I always thought I was going to enroll in a mastermind that was extremely business focused. Yet one of my kind of, I don't like necessarily the word new year's resolutions, but new year 2022, like decisions that I made for myself was that I was going to heal my sisterhood wounds and really find a community of women that were like-minded, you know, um, liberating themselves, all of the things. And so I found a mastermind it's called liberate. And yes, we talk about business things in it, but when we first hopped on the call and everyone was introducing themselves, all of the other women had talked about sisterhood wounds. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I'm supposed to be here for so many reasons. So that is my boldly courageous move. Um, You know, investing in something that was really scary because it was more than I had ever invested in myself this far. Um, Yet also knowing that in my body that it was the right choice. So that's my boldly courageous move. And I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Mm, Well, I'm celebrating you because I know when you pay, you pay attention. Right. I mean, we know that. And this is something that you've talked about a lot through your past, the past year of, you know, just investing in yourself and the magnetics around, or the energetics, I should say around money and self-love. And, and when I think of you, really, you've been in the work, like you have been a walking, talking embodiment of alignment and work. And, um, I love that you shared the sisterhood wound because that was something that, um, kind of came up when we had started working together. There was some decisions that you had to make. So for those that maybe are new to you and and your message, can you maybe give a little bit of backstory of how you got started on your entrepreneurial journey or yeah. even your spiritual journey? You can start wherever you feel the most called, and what are you how do you serve women today?
0: Yeah, so my gosh. I jumped into the entrepreneurial space in late 2019. Um, I started with network marketing and had success extremely fast, um, which to me felt normal, but apparently, once I had success really fast and tried to help other people, gain success that fast. It was really difficult. And so I kind of started in the network marketing space, really loved it for a time. Um, My favorite aspect of network marketing, which anyone who was, or even is, if you're listening to this in network marketing is the growth, right? Is the personal development is truly becoming the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And in turn, being able to help others, help your team, with that. And that, I mean, I'm so grateful for that because it catapulted me into what I'm doing now. And there just came a time in my network marketing journey where I felt unaligned Mm -hmm. and it was right before I actually invested in your program, your 90 day program, Excel, which if anyone is listening to this and considering it, just do it. (laughs) I that program changed my life for so many reasons. And it opened up my eyes to, you know, cause we didn't just talk about business in that course. We talked about alignment. We talked about life. We talked about the energy behind what it is that you do and what you put out there and consciousness and awareness and all of the things. And really it helped me confirm that even though I love coaching and I love uplifting others and I love helping people shine their light and bring forth their magic to the world to heal themselves and to heal the world, that I don't have to do that in network marketing. So I kind of went on this journey of grieving the death of my network marketing business while also going through this spiritual awakening slash transformation, if you will, and realizing that holy cow, like I'm freaking powerful. I've literally healed myself tremendously. At the same time I was leaving my network marketing business, I was navigating getting out of a relationship that I thought would never end, honestly. And there was a lot of grief there. And so I was going through this like giant metamorphosis, <laughs> mm-hmm. Phoenix rising from the ashes vibes. Right. And I finally realized like I want to take the coaching aspect of network marketing with me. I want to bring that to the world in a way that's more aligned to me though. And the way that I figured out how I, how I was going to bring that to the world was just becoming super aware and conscious to my own growth and to my own transformation. And so last summer, I really, I was sitting down. I remember we hopped on a one-on-one call to get my business going. And the business that came to me was literally what had gotten me to that point. Like what helped me grow? What helped me become more magnetic? What helped me liberate myself and free myself from a box that I didn't even put myself in which then led to, you know, my core value, which is freedom. And that drives all the decisions that I make. And so this business was born and essentially now, you know, I help men and women. My clientele is largely women just because that's the audience that I have built on social media. And I'm so grateful for that, but I create these spaces for self liberation, for activation, you know, for alignment and, This is in life and in business. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to move through network marketing and still carry a little aspect of the business coaching with me. And yeah, so my business is a reflection of this value of freedom and from this desire to help others feel that self-liberation that I felt when I finally kind of, like I said, rose from the ashes and, Mm. you know, liberate themselves from anything that's not aligned, anything that doesn't activate their power within and to truly live a life of pure authenticity and Mm. devotion and awareness. And like we talked about right before this call to live a life of radical responsibility, not just for your actions, but more importantly, your consciousness and,
1: Yeah. So here I am. (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. That's incredible. And I'm sure there's some people listening being like, wow, like how do you do that? Because that sounds really scary, right? I know when we're faced with this idea of self-liberation, what I'm hearing or what I'm feeling is a conflict, like inner conflict. And I'm curious, like how did you get to a point of liberation in the midst of, cause it obviously created chaos. I mean, you left your network mm-hmm. marketing business, you left your relationship, yeah. you were living together. It's like almost from the outside, like your whole life just went upside down. And yeah. now here you are this, you know, bright, beautiful light that has freedom and a, and a thriving business. And, and so I'm, I know people are like, but how they all want to know the how, right. So when you think about self liberation, like what does that process look like for you?
0: So I've like, through my process of self-liberation, I really learned that self-liberation just means like the purest form of Mm -hmm. self-love. You cannot like liberate yourself from what doesn't serve you if you don't believe that you're worthy of doing that in the first place. Mm -hmm. And a sense of unworthiness comes from this lack of self-love. And if anyone's listening, you might be thinking just like I was, I don't not love myself, right? Like, I don't, of course, I love myself. Of course, I want the best for myself. Of course, of course, of course. But it's deeper than just what you're thinking on the surface. It's that like subconscious layer of you that, you know, when you desire to have your best possible relationship, when you desire to make a certain amount of money in a month, when you, right, you have like all these desires that maybe you haven't achieved yet your mind can comprehend that. Like your mind is totally on board, but something in your body, right. Is like not on board, <laughs> something in your body doesn't feel safe having like what you truly desire. And so for me, and I've had many people come into the DMS and because I was open about my leaving my relationship on, on Instagram and I had so many people come to me asking how, how did I leave my relationship? And the one answer I gave to them, and this is relevant for leaving anything that's not serving you, just not just a relationship, is that aspect of self-love. And so unintentionally then, but intentionally now, because I'm aware to it, but unintentionally then I just went on this journey of finding myself again. I just went on this journey of figuring out what I even wanted. Like I I went on this journey of truly listening to, kind of what my body was telling me, not so much what uh, my logical mind was talking Mm. me into or out of. And, you know, I did that. It sounds really simple, but I would literally go spend time in the sun alone. I would take drives alone. I would read books alone, listen to podcasts alone. I just started taking really, really small actions, in the form of self-love. And the more I did that, the more I essentially loved on myself, the The more my body could get on board that I was worthy of what I truly, truly wanted. And then at some point, it just becomes so obvious when there are certain things in your life that don't match that level of love that you're giving yourself. Mm. And so it's like a no-brainer. You know, you. Once you get to this point where it becomes so clear, you know, hey, this person, I'm not meant to be with this person anymore, or I'm not meant to work at this job anymore, or these friends are maybe holding me back a little bit. Once you get to a point where it's so obvious, now it's just a matter of a decision. It's not a matter of, is this person for me? Is this job for me? No, you know. And now it's almost the hardest part of making the decision to break away. And the harder that you can love yourself, the easier making that decision will be. And that's what it came down to. And it wasn't easy, but it was easier because Mm -hmm. of the like radical awareness I had, you know, gifted myself with. And then because of that, really put myself first in so many areas of my life, it just became a no brainer. And once you get rid of one thing, and I know you agree with this, but once you get rid of one thing in your life that is not aligned, it's almost like a snowball effect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You, you, you come out of the other side. Okay. Right. You give yourself the proof. Wow. I'm okay. I got rid of that thing and I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still thriving. Right. Your mind thrives on that proof that you're still going to be okay. And so that kind of gives you the strength to leave more things that, that are unaligned with where you're going and who you're being. And so the first, the first Band-Aid is always the hardest one to rip off.
1: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, I didn't die mm-hmm. and I know I'm, I'm capable of doing difficult things or I'm capable of doing hard things. And I, yeah, I think you get to that point where like you have a knowing that something's out of alignment and then you're just, you're just prolonging the suffering. You're just, yeah, you're exactly. just choosing at some point you're like, like well, I'm choosing this suffering And, you know, it's probably going to feel the intensity will be higher, like more intense, but it will be for a shorter period of time, I guess is what I'm like. You're taking this, like this experience and you're like squishing it down into a really intense experience, but it's a lot shorter than if you just sit in that limbo of just like prolonged misery and nobody really wins in that in life and business and relationships. Like people stay in jobs because they feel like they should, or there's safety there, or they stay in relationships because they think they should, or they feel guilty. And there's all this, even though they don't want to be there, right? Who would want to be in a relationship with somebody else who doesn't want to be there? Right. right? Right. But we think that, oh, well, we'll, you know, we just think all the mindset drama comes up. When you're
0: in it, it's hard, you know, when you're in it, especially in a relationship and you're deep in it and you know, just because you know that you don't want to be with someone anymore doesn't mean you automatically don't love them anymore, right? Wouldn't that be easy? <laughs> so it's like your mind is telling yourself all of these reasons why you should stay, you know, you, you might feel like there's no one else out there. And so it's real and it's hard. And, you know, uh, anyone who is going through that, another thing that actually helped me that just came to me is, Um, And my mom actually taught me this. So thank you, mom. Shout out to you. Uh, Is really kind of embodying how it would feel in the future. So really sitting Mm -hmm. with yourself and maybe going into a little meditative state and bringing yourself to, let's use a relationship. You could do this with anything, but we'll just use a relationship since we're already there. Um, Six months from now, if you stay and really embody like how that would feel, like what that would feel like, would you feel any tightness in your body? Would you feel any tightness in your throat, right? Like maybe you're in a relationship where you feel like you can't express yourself, like how would that feel to stay? And then do the same, but how would it feel to already be gone? Not how would it feel to leave, right? How would it feel once you're already Mm -hmm. gone, you're already healed, right? Let's just play in that space, like you're already healed. How would it feel to be free? And like, you'll have your answer. (laughs) Mm. So that's something that really helped me too, is I started to become really aware to how I felt when my significant other was home even, right? Like when I was around their energy and then I would notice when they would go to work and I would still be home, right? Because I worked from home and I would notice my energy and I would start to Really discern between like these two different realities that I was living when I was around the person and when I wasn't, and oh my gosh, it that gave me so much clarity in and of mm. itself.
1: The body never lies, right? I'm just starting to read this uh, this book um, on the, the the body keeps score, which is a, a book on trauma and really getting into understanding how trauma impacts us on a, on a bigger scale. Cause we've all experienced trauma. on some level. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, we, we carry so much wisdom when we are out of our heads and in our body, but our logical minds always want to talk us out of the decision that our bodies are, are making. And my friend, um, Nicole Sylvester, she's an incredible woman. I've, I've uh, had her on the show before, and I think I've I've been on her show. Um, and she's someone for me who like is such an activator around that because if it's a no for her, it's a no, and she doesn't really care, you know, if it if you like it or not. Like we've literally been on vacation together, and she's like, "I'm leaving tomorrow." And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, my soul just says I'm not meant to be here. I'm going to go somewhere else." Wow. And I'm like, "Okay," you know, and she's just okay. She's just unapologetic, and she's so led by that. So I'm always so inspired by women that can really on like radical honesty mm-hmm. around what is a yes or what what is a no. So. Um, I love that you, I love that you shared that. So thank you for sharing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of came to me. Super helpful, super mm-hmm. helpful. And then, you know, the actual making the decision to, you know, leave the person, leave the job, whatever, just also something I talk about with the women that I coach is everyone wants to know how to just get <laughs> over the fear, right? You you hear that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. And what I've found is when you can actually like give your fear some love, when you Mm. can actually give your fear the voice that it needs, the air that it needs to breathe, that's the best way you're going to move through it. Because really what that fear oftentimes is, is that inner you, that inner child like trying to speak out about, you know, like let's say you have a fear of going live on Instagram, right? <laughs> well, maybe you tried to speak out and be yourself in third grade on the playground and some girls bullied you, right? Mm-hmm. Like so it's it's just allowing that fear of voice and telling yourself that hey, I'm going to feel this fear but I'm going to come out of it, okay? Like we are going to be okay. And allowing yourself to move with the fear rather than waiting until the fear is gone, um, you know is is really helpful. And just knowing like like sometimes you gotta be okay that it is gonna be a little hard, right? Like can you be okay with it being, a little difficult for a little while. And can you accept that? It's kind of like you said, choose your heart, right? Like, do you want it to be difficult long-term or maybe in just difficult moment. for in this moment? Yeah. And and choosing that and making that choice for yourself.
1: Hmm. So this visual that comes forward for me is this like, and and I, I love that you brought up um, inner child work because I think inner child work is like the fastest map to self-love because Mm -hmm. it's an honoring of your, yourself, like your truest self. And at some point, when we were little, we experienced self abandonment, or, you know, a rejection from others. And like you said, if, you know, you were um, abandoned by someone on the playground, you know, maybe you've created a story about that today. And um, it's interesting that you brought up um, healing sisterhood wounds, Mm because I'm like connecting this dot that like, I feel like sometimes the ultimate sisterhood wound we have to heal is the one with ourselves, like our current, the current version of who we are, the adult version of us and the little version of us. And it's usually the little version of us that feels so abandoned
0: Mm. by the
1: adult version of us, not honoring ourselves or not listening to our intuition. It's like our intuition is the eight-year-old version of us being like, Hey, you know, do I have a say in this? And uh, the adult version of us being like, no, you don't matter. And like being, you know, and it's like, that to me feels like the deepest sisterhood wound there is,
0: (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 That's so beautiful. And, um, like in addition to that, I almost feel like in addition to the the inner child and, and the woman we are now, similarly, I feel like another wound that gets to be healed is the, the us that came into the world, versus the us that we are now, right? This whole process of unlearning, unbecoming, deconditioning ourself, um, which is what my magnetic soul program is actually all about, right? It's like, it's this idea that to become, to be our most magnetic self, our most thriving, best, highest self, achieving all of the things and taking risks and taking action and living our dream life, It's not that we have to be someone we're not. It's that we have to heal the parts of us that we were never meant to be in the first place. Mm. And that's where the true magnetism lies. And, you know, when you mentioned this healing, this relationship between the woman we are now and our inner child, that inner child is so pure, is so, and oftentimes that inner child holds more wisdom than we do. Um, and if we would just let her speak up, right, if we would just hold her and love her and, and tend to her and care to her, she would let us know what we need to hear to guide us. She would let us know what we need to hear to heal us, right? Like she is our inner wisdom. You can even say she is our highest self, um, the, the inner child that you know came into this world so pure, so light being and so magnetizing. We gotta get back to her. So mm. yeah, I I love that you said that.
1: Mm. It's so true, like getting back to her and really honoring her. And so through your journey, you honored this this big transition of Um, you know, leaving network marketing after you'd had a high level of success and you were known for something in that space and had a lot of credibility. And then at the same time, leaving this relationship where you were also, I had an identity in that relationship. And so what happened with your business after that? Where, like, where did you go from there?
0: So after that, I kind of took a break. Um, I kind of took some time away. I, Right before, so in between leaving network marketing and leaving my relationship, my partner and I had actually um, started a business together. So prior to jumping into the online entrepreneurial space, I was a personal trainer. And so, and so was he, that's how we met. And so we decided, you know, we'll create a personal training business. It'll be online. um, It'll be great. And it wasn't so great. <laughs> it wasn't so great. I mean, aside from the fact that we did it together and and shortly after that, we were transitioning out of the relationship. It, it was more than that. I actually, and I had a conversation with you, I remember in the DMs around this, around I had started that business out of safety. I had mm-hmm. started it because personal training was what I knew. And mm-hmm. so yeah, that felt safe, felt comfortable. I felt worthy of having personal training clients because I'm a personal trainer. It's what I went to school for, right? Like my logical mind made sense of me starting that business. And as it went on, I hated it. You know, I, I hated making workout plans. I, it just was not fun for me. I love working out personally and creating workout plans for myself, but it just was draining me so much. And in that I had that realization, Oh my gosh, I started this as a safety net, right? Mm-hmm. Like how crazy starting a business as a safety net.
1: <laughs> I think a but, lot of people do that. You know, a lot yeah. of people do network marketing as a safety net, like, because they, yeah. they don't feel safe in other areas of their life. And they think that, yeah. you know, the money or the business is going to create safety. So continue.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we ended our relationship and that business kind of the, the container, the eight week container that we had built had kind of ended at the same time divine timing. And then mm-hmm. I kind of spent this month just working on myself. Um, at this point, I didn't know that I was going to start my coaching business. I had an idea that I wanted to still be an entrepreneur. I sat down and I really figured out like, what are my values? What do I desire this life and I just was not okay going to work for someone else anymore you know and that's for some people and that's amazing it's not for me the thought of driving to a workplace clocking in sitting down doing the work I just it was terrible (laughs) which I'm sure you can relate right so that was a non-negotiable for me and I think that's really important to you know This is coming up for me. Anyone who's listening who is maybe unsure of their purpose or unhappy with where they're at, sometimes it can be really difficult to figure out your next step. And I've found what really helps is not so much wondering what the exact next step is going to be, but more so figuring out what you value and Mm. being able to sit down and journal out some non-negotiables for you for your life. And so for me, a non-negotiable was being able to still make money while traveling um, to be anywhere in the world and be able to work my business. And so that narrowed it down a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And while doing that and while being on a a journey, I actually, um, had invested in Nicole Sylvester. She was the first person I invested in after you actually, and it was from the podcast. I know exactly which podcast you're talking about when you guys went to to Tulum and she left. So yeah, that exact podcast is what caused me to follow her and invested in her, her, her money mindset course. And so, yeah, I I was on that journey. That was before I had started my business and just kind of like having all of these realizations. And then I thought back to you, I was like, Melissa did it. Melissa did it, right? She had come from a successful network marketing background and built this business out of thin air and she's doing it. She's amazing. And I just, you know, I saw myself in you and I saw myself in Nicole in the sense that I'm a powerful woman too, you know, even if maybe there's a little butterfly in my tummy that has a little bit of self-doubt when I say that out loud, I know it's true. I know it's true and I can build something massive. And right around that time is when I messaged you and was like, wanting to work one-on-one because, all right, now I have this idea. I have no idea how to bring it to life. (laughs) And I started my business and my first, you know, course was called Magnetic Women. And it was all about taking women through the process that I had just taken myself through. Mm, And mm -hmm. I think, you know, I have people reach out to me who want to start businesses of their own and they don't know where to start. And what I can say to you listening is the best way, in my opinion, to start a business. If coaching is what you're looking at, right? Product sales, don't come to me, don't ask me. I don't know. (laughs) But coaching is what have you gone through in your life? You know, how have you brought yourself from point A to point B to point C to point Z? And how can you facilitate a space to help others do the same thing Mm -hmm. and, that's what I noticed you doing and all these other women. And so I said, that's what I want to do. That's what I was being called to do. Um, you know, I had the fears. I I didn't feel like I was credible enough. I was worried that I wasn't going to be seen as someone who could even talk about this stuff. And we had even talked about that and you helped lift me up. So thank you. (laughs) Um, and now here we are. And, and, I feel like a lot of people think they can only stick to one thing when they start a business, which myself was included in that. And just in the seven, eight months that I've had this business, I've pivoted like four times (laughs) and I will probably pivot 400 more times. So yeah. And so here I am. And I just truly feel, I mean, I almost feel like aligned is not even, it, it can't even like encompass how I truly feel anymore because it's more than that. I just feel so home Mm. is a better way to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I feel home. I am at one with my fear, my doubt, my excitement, my, you know, success, my, all of it, all like me, I am at home with me with who I am and how I feel at all times. And I mean, there's no
1: greater gift, honestly. No, I mean that's self liberation, like you were saying, yes. and and living in your in your highest expression, like living in your truth, living in your purpose. All these buzzwords that we hear around alignment and everything. And and um, when you said that you pivoted, what I hear is that you evolved, right? I think sometimes mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, we get we were talking about this before we we press record because you know if something. Once you do this kind of work and you start really tapping into your authenticity or what feels like a yes or what feels like a no, or am I operating out of fear or am I operating out of alignment? Like, once you start to recognize those things and you've kind of reached that level in the game if you try to go backwards and ignore it and go back to the old ways of doing things, the universe like laughs at you and they're like, okay, well you're not going to get the results that you think you're going to get. So we're going to strip everything away from you. We're going to take all the money away. We're going to take all the clients away. We're going to, your engagement's going to go down. Like all the metrics that you use to measure success, which are not Mm -hmm. real to begin with, are all going to like, it's like red flags, like red, like flashing lights. Like you're going the wrong way. You can't, you cannot fake the funk. Like you can't, you can't hack the system that way right and it's so frustrating cuz you're like but wait this yeah. worked before and so the pivot comes from like i hear pivot and i th- and you know i think that maybe you feel the same way like there's um this this feeling inside that people think you're crazy because you keep changing your mind or you keep doing different things or what Mm -hmm. last week you were doing this Mm -hmm. and this week you're doing this and people project their own insecurities onto you about what stability looks like or what safety looks like or, you know, even Mm -hmm. having the same niche all the time. And what I see is evolution. What I see is growth and embodiment. And I think that more entrepreneurs could use some permission like mm-hmm. to see you do that of like, let me just give myself permission to be liberated, to use your words or to be radically honest with what I'm feeling. And at the end of the day, that's the only real truth that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so fun on the other side of that as a consumer, as someone in, inside a community to see that like i remember when i worked with my my very first coach her name was harriet hale and she was a money mindset coach and in the process of us working together like her spiritual gifts were coming online like wildfire and and she kept pivoting and not pivot it wasn't even a pivot though you know it was like a deeper expression or changing the subject or picking a new topic but it was all mm-hmm. the same it was all about you know energetics and being inside a community and witnessing a woman, um, going layers deeper and deeper and deeper into her embodiment gives other women permission to do the same. So I, I know how you feel in the sense of like, I feel like I'm pivoting. I feel like a crazy person. I keep changing my mind. My brand is not you can't put my brain in a box, it's not yes. perfect like my like this week I might like pink and blue, and next week I want black and white like yes. just that's just part yes. of being the divine feminine though right
0: mm-hmm. yeah i I almost in you saying all that, it's like if anything, it's actually not a pivot at all. a pivot mm-hmm. almost would be staying the course just to stay the course mm-hmm. instead, I'm flowing, mm-hmm. I'm just flowing right like yeah going back to that divine feminine, like I, I'm just flowing and I'm following who I am. And the real pivot would be me getting out of the flow and trying to stay the course that I'm not meant to stay.
1: Mm, Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. The pivot is like, let me abandon myself. Yeah. That's pivoting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That feels like a more truer tone to that, to that word.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because when I honor myself, I flow through Mm -hmm. different seasons of life, different expressions of who I am. And, um, you know, I know so many people that are probably listening to this or entrepreneurs struggle with this idea of a niche or I need to have like a specific Mm, thing that I do. And on the one hand I can see the value in that, but it also feels so restrictive like mm-hmm. you have to be this one thing for in and, and just do this one it just feels static to me yeah you know and i think yeah, it's so much I more agree. beautiful to have that permission to just be fully expressed and you you talk a lot about masculine and feminine dynamics in the business and this is like mm-hmm. all the feminine stuff coming up right mm-hmm. of just like being yeah. curious so, I'm curious, what is something that you are curious right now, or leaning or flowing into, or deepening in your business right now?
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, I think for me, it's playing with the idea that this idea of branding, you know, this idea of niching down, niching down, whatever having a an ideal client you know this is something that I've always I think struggled with and so I am playing around in my own business and I think I have been but now it's more intentional is experimenting and seeing if I can fully be my multifaceted self not have a niche not have a brand in the sense of like, only posting with these color schemes and these fonts, right? I do have a brand. My brand is freaking self-liberation, you know, at excited energy, funny yeah. memes. Like, yeah, my brand is me, right? Mm. But playing with this idea and, and getting rid of this, a huge aspect of my business is shifting beliefs, right? Like, because our beliefs influence our thoughts, influence our feelings, actions, results, all of the things. And so the, the core of it and the core thing to shift, if you really want to achieve what you want to achieve is your belief systems. And so asking myself, you know, why do I have the belief that I have to niche down? And is that serving me? Is that truly like what I want? Or would I be, with our new uh, definition of the word pivoting, right? <laughs> Would I be pivoting to match that mold? And so I've been on this journey of shifting that belief. And the question that comes up for me is, can I build a successful business without niching down, without having an ideal client? And you know what? So far, so good. <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. I I don't have a specific niche. You know, I have programs that are business focused. I have programs that have nothing to do with business and any human on the face of the planet, even if they don't have a business can join. And I've had success. And I think, you know, the realization in all of this and what I coach a lot of the people I work with through is, you know, you are your brand. Yeah. And the niche, right. We're going to use that term right now because it's relevant and people listening will kind of know what that means, but your niche is whatever you are growing through in the moment. Mm, Your niche is whatever content you're desiring to be put out in the moment. Yeah. And so, and your people are going to find you when you are being your most magnetic self and Mm -hmm. to be your most magnetic self, you have to be your most authentic self. And so, by doing anything else, right? By not being your most authentic self and trying to put yourself in this niche because that's what's gonna make you the most money is- It doesn't work. It's false. Yeah, it doesn't work. It just Mm. just doesn't work. And so that's kind of what I'm really deepening right now in my business for myself, but also for the women I work with is this idea of, you get to do whatever it is that you want, right? Whatever is coming to the surface, whatever is calling on you to come forth and just know that if you're being called to do it, if you're being called to create it, if you're being called to say it and use your voice in the most potent way possible, um, you know, that's never going to steer you the wrong way. So, Mm. yeah.
1: Oh, I love that you said that. If you're, you know, if you're being called to share it, if you're being called to speak it, like it's it's um, been deposited on your heart for a reason. And also, like that can feel really scary because it might yes. be an unpopular opinion or it might be something yes. that you've never shared before. And it can you can feel like you're naked or like like how will people receive me? I remember um, when I was in network marketing. I had a sister wound for sure with my upline, and it was probably like the last real sister wound that I had. And it was, I mean, a powerful, she was a powerful teacher for me in that regard. Right. And I remember feeling like I had a bigger message to share and I wanted to get out on social and start talking about this stuff. And I, I was so afraid that I was going to be judged and made fun of, or gossiped about because it was different and it was new. And it was like, something that I hadn't talked about before, but internally, or maybe I had conversations with with girlfriends, you know, in private, but I had never right. publicly like put this version of me out. So I can imagine like how the person listening being like, that's great, but I'm to- so terrified of like rejection or people leaving mm-hmm. me, or they're going to think that I'm like, who'd they, who am I to even, who am I to even do this? Yeah. So I'm curious, is there a message on your heart right now? that you're Mm -hmm. like leaning into that feels maybe a little bit scary or a little bit uncertain that's been deposited on you for you to share? Hmm. Hmm,
0: hmm, hmm.
1: Like, what are you leaning into right now?
0: Uh, Actually, yeah. And I actually just shared a a reel that like maybe nudged at it a little bit and it's like you know, everyone talks about the inner work. Everyone talks about trauma. Everyone talks about wounds, but very few people talk about their trauma. They're mm. like getting deep, like pulling out what it actually is, right? Like, Hey, this is the inner work that I've been doing. This is the, you know, trauma work, all this stuff. But like, deeper than that. Hey, this is the specific trauma that's been coming up for me. And this is how I've worked through it. And, you know, I think we're transitioning as a society right now where it's being more acceptable to talk about, you know, those things. And I would like to take it a step further and say that what I, what's coming up for me is that at least for me, right, everyone's different, but for me, it almost feels necessary to, talk more about these things and so and why this has come up for me is my current relationship um it's pulling out a lot from me that I didn't want to have pulled out and it's showing me a lot about the patterns that I followed in all of my other relationships before this one and there were you know there's been times in my current relationship where I like avoid him or I push him away or I, you know, just do these things that I don't really have an answer to. And I finally, you know, in journaling on it and, and, you know, reading up on it and all of these things, it's because he is so safe Mm. that it makes me feel unsafe because my normal in a relationship is having to prove myself is having to, you know, um, keep them around is having to, basically, I feel, I I typically feel safe in an unsafe environment, Mm -hmm. because that's what I know, because I have control over it, even Mm -hmm. though it's not safe, like I hold control in this chaos. And in my relationship now, he's so safe. And so like, divine masculine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the most beautiful, delicious thing and I am feel so lucky, but there are moments where I feel so unsafe because I'm out of control. Because I don't mm-hmm. need to be in control because he's in control and not mm-hmm. in a, you know, yeah. unhealthy way, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I've been working <laughs> on a lot of inner work and I feel this pull to share it in a deeper light and specifically the relationship side. And it's funny, you know, I forget who said this. I don't know if it was you. It was someone in the community that you probably know, but someone had said one of the best ways to also figure out what you're supposed to be talking more about is by noticing what people come to you and ask about. And people come to me a lot with Relationship questions, whether it's leaving someone, whether it's how I found, you know, the guy I'm with now. And so that's something where I'm like, this is 100% not even close to anything I've been talking about for the last seven months, but I just feel the call. I feel the pull. And of course, those imposter syndrome thoughts are coming up like, who am I to talk about mm-hmm. a relationship when I myself am moving through my own trauma? So how could I? ever possibly help someone else move through theirs right like all of these things coming up but yeah to answer your question if I'm being completely honest with myself and I think I think I'm realizing it the most even in this moment so thank you for asking is that is what's coming up this the top this topic around trauma and attachment styles and codependency and all of these wounds that we hold around our romantic relationships and how to move through them, like actually Mm. move through them because Mm. that's what I'm going through right now.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for being so open (laughs) and willing to share that. And it's such a beautiful experience when um, you meet a man who is rooted in his masculine and can create a sense of safety for you. And it's almost like the free fall, the trust of like, I can, I can fully surrender into the feminine, right? Because when we are, when we don't feel safe, we go into control, and control is the place where we feel safe. And that's very masculine. So when two masculine energies meet, they compete. The masculine energies are going to compete for who is the leader. And the true masculine um, that leads from a place of, um, you know, strength and safety and not chaos, but peace and rootedness and direction creates a space for the feminine to fully surrender. Mm hmm. And that's about letting go of control. It's not, it's not about letting go of choice, right? But it's letting go of a need to have to control. Yeah. Which comes from a very manipulative place, right? So you don't have to manipulate anything anymore. And it's like, if you don't know what that feels like, it can, your whole nervous system goes haywire because you're not, you're not wired for that. Cause everything else has always been safety control, safety control, safety control. And so how beautiful that you have this relationship and relationships, every relationship, personal, professional, business, r- romantic, yeah. whatever, are mirrors for our learning. Like we're here to learn something, right? We choose each mm-hmm. other to teach each other things. And so how beautiful that you have a partner that can hold that space for you so that you can do this work yeah. and that you can then go teach it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that too, I've noticed so many, you know, like similarities in the in in the wounds that we hold in relationships carry over into our business For and sure. so <laughs> that's also something I've been working through and these like attachment styles that maybe I've held in past relationships um, you know bleed through into the attachment I hold to my business and the money I make and the outcomes and all of the things the metrics and so really navigating the flow in that too right and creating structure in my business so that I feel safe to flow. Mm. And it's this like blend of masculine and feminine within my business and navigating that, you know, Um, because I've definitely been in a place where I've had way too much structure. Um, I wouldn't even call it structure. It would be more like suffocation. And then I've been at a place where I had no structure at all. And so my river couldn't even flow. It was just a swamp, right? Yeah, And uh, <laughs> it was just, we're just here and waiting for the magic to happen, waiting to magnetize all of my things because that's feminine energy, right? But if you don't yeah. have at least, you know, the, the healthy structure, then there's no possible place to flow. You just kind of are stagnant. So mm-hmm. yeah, just navigating at all and noticing the reflection of my relationship to my business has been such a gift and it's a new journey that I'm on Mm. right now currently. Yeah.
1: I love that. And I, I, I feel this on such a deep level because I think the, my business I think our businesses are a reflection of the masculine and the way that we get to create in our business is a reflection of the feminine, mm. you know? And so we mm. will, if we don't know how to feel safe in the presence of masculine, we will self-sabotage, right? We'll create yeah. issues in our business or we'll be out of alignment or we'll do things that – um just will keep us from feeling fully safe in our bigness or in our greatness or in our truest expression. And we'll continue to attract clients or uh, manifest situations in our life that just create more chaos. So that, because that's just our default. I know for me, that was a big lesson for 2021. I was like, I'm just creating massive chaos so that I don't have the energy for my business. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? And, you know, you go and you roll the tape back Mm -hmm. and you look at all your childhood stuff and you're like, oh, got it. Okay. So now we get to do it.
0: Now for the fun yeah. part. Great.
1: Now that yeah. I see all that, what are you going to do with it? That's always the hard part. It's like the knowing and the doing. Like, I know this stuff, but actually doing it is right. like, ugh. so again, how long do you just want to like sit in the knowing and yeah. is it painful enough for you to actually get into action? Because what's on the other side is liberation, right? Yeah. Right? And it's just like the theme of yeah. being just so liberated from the bullshit. And I will say this
0: too, because, you know, just to bounce off of that question. Okay, well, how do I take action then? Right? Like, I, I have this knowing that I'm unaligned. Mm-hmm. I have this knowing that there's this part of me, I get to heal. And I will say this, and I know you probably agree, like, you don't have to do it alone, though. And
1: oh, no, I, sure.
0: I, you know, have grown so much in the last year, and even more so just in the last like six-ish months. And I wouldn't, I, I would not be at the place I am, at least in this timeline, if it wasn't for investing in myself and mentorship. And, you know, I've had mentorship for money, for business, for just literally like feminine, like awakening my feminine energy. That was probably the most profound. And would I have grown this much eventually? Probably, um, but, it, but the you know if you want if you desire to have those right this is the buzzword in the community right now quantum leaps like if and it's so true like if you desire to collapse time around your involvement, it's possible and you just gotta look out for people who you connect with and resonate with who are kind of at this like energetic space that you desire to be at yeah. and freaking invest in yourself. Like Mm. I, I will never stop. I will never stop constantly evolving, constantly investing. And it's, it's magical.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree more like, yes, to all of that. And, um, you know, you will always, um, fill whatever container you have you'll stretch to fit into whatever container you have right and your environment is always stronger than your will so it's about taking Mm -hmm. radical responsibility for that container so i love that you i love that you shared that it's such a perfect way to kind of put a bow on all of this (laughs) so for those that want to get more like in your community they want to know about your magnetism and they want to be magnetized by you what's the best way for them to connect with you so,
0: I am all up on Instagram. So, it's Girl. just at Alaria Reed, I-L-A-R-I-A-R-E-E-D. I L A R I A R E E D. I think about that. <laughs> and that's where I am. That's literally where you can find me. Um, makes it easy, one place to look. Um, and everything that I have to offer programs, courses, free content um, is all housed in the beautiful Instagram space. Mm. And I, yeah, I welcome you. I'm excited to have you in my space so we can. Connect.
1: I love it, and I love you're so something that I I really love and appreciate about your content is that it's very potent. Like you have a really an, an amazing gift of sharing things that are very deep, but in a very succinct way. Like you don't like you get to the heart of the message very quickly, which I appreciate okay, because you. I don't think I think that's a gift. I don't think a lot of people can take these concepts that are very intricate and very deep and communicate them in a way that like lands right away, at least for me, that's my experience. So if you guys are curious about Ilaria and the magic that she creates in the world, make sure you give her a follow. And it's so fun to see you live your core value of freedom as you're bouncing all around the world, all around the country, living your best (laughs) life and just being fully present in every moment. It's so beautiful to see. So Uh, I love that. Okay. Last question. What are you celebrating right now?
0: Oh, I love this question. This takes me <laughs> back. Oh man, what am I celebrating right now? Hmm. Uh, I mean, the thing that comes to mind is uh, moving across the world to Japan. <laughs> for, we, we had talked about this before we hit record. So for anyone who's like, what? This just took a turn. Yes, I am moving to Japan with my man in couple months and I mean that is just I I manifested that man. I manifested it. (laughs) I called it in and now I'm I'm my my Sagittarius rising is so excited to Mm -hmm. freaking spread my wings and plant seeds for a short time in another country. It's gonna be absolutely wild. I truly feel like I'm living the embodiment of what I preach and I can't wait to show that even more on my Instagram in a couple months. So yeah. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's Follow it.
0: along on the journey.
1: I am cannot wait. I cannot wait to see all of the wisdom and like just the ways in which you flow into new evolutions of who you are and how you share your magic in the world and I know that this chapter is going to teach you so much. I'm so excited oh, to yeah. see <laughs> So Alaria, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and your gifts and just for honoring yourself and liberating yourself and showing other women and and people how to do that. Because I think that more people that follow their truth the way you are creates a massive ripple effect. I mean, you know, I talk about this all the time. It's like what I'm obsessed with. So just see you embodying that is a beautiful. So thank you so much for being here. Of
0: course thank you for having me all
1: right guys if you love this episode please share it tag Ilaria. tag me on instagram let us know what your biggest takeaway was or your biggest aha the greatest way that we can thank our guests for being here is to just share their magic in the world and until the next episode live your boldly courageous life Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of.